Welcome to the Bromley Buzz. And I'm here with... Darren Wheel of Intune PR. And I'm Zinat Narani of Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. And today we're recording here in my office in Bromley. Uh, we are indeed. And uh, you have those um, round objects that have been making the intro noise. They're called Chinese balls, meditation balls. Oh. All the way from China. I'll say this for them. They're very pretty. They, they appear to be enamelled or something like that. I'll put them down now. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so welcome everyone. So what have we got buzzing today? Well, we can buzz about the fact that as usual we'll be on Channel Radio around 10am uh, on Mondays. That's uh, another of our uh, listening offshoots. Uh, we're going to be buzzing about Bromley in a normal manner. We have some interviews coming up. We have some what's on coming up and uh, some news and all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah, there's been lots happening this past week, I think. Well, the, the thing which uh, really impressed me was actually to do with Dua Lipa and ABBA. Mm. Uh, I oh, the Eurovision. I, yeah, I, I heard that um, ABBA, uh, or the, the, the guys from ABBA, the songwriters, want to write a song for us to stop us getting nul point. You can say that better than me, Z. Nul point? No, no, we don't get one. Nul. nul. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we got well, well, zero points last year. Oh, they did, didn't they? Yes, yeah. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, uh, Abba, Abba say they'd like to write a song for Dua Lipa to stop us earning zero. I think that could go really well. I hope it happens. Hmm. And they've got the new album, Voyage Out. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to that. That would be good. That would be really good. Right, so back to buzzing. Bromley. Buzzing. What's, uh, what's made you buzz in Bromley this week? Dazzle? No, no, ladies first. No, I always go first. Why don't you go first for a change? No, no, in that case, uh, I think... Oh, sorry, I can't do your voice. My, my throat it's going to be a much, joint buzz, if I guarantee yeah. probably. Beckenham Business Day, which Indeed. we went to at Kent County's Cricket Ground, uh, or the Beckenham offshoot of it anyway, mm. uh, last week. Uh, I love cricket, by the way, so going to a place which was part of... Um, the Premier League of English Cricket, uh, which it is, was rather lovely. Uh, and for that matter, um, a home of the winners of the T20 Blast 2021, the Kent Spitfire team. So that, that was nice. I just enjoyed going in there at all. Yeah. How about yourself? Um, do, you, do, you, do you go I, to much cricket ever? Do I go to much did cricket? You? No, yeah. no, 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 not at all. Um, though I did like it when I was at school and I was playing, but then my dad was a real fanatic about cricket and he used to have, um, take teams abroad to India and Sri Lanka and lots of play a lot of cricket in Dubai growing up so um, his whole life was cricket and it kind of saturated my you know what I mean yeah I kind of went <laughs> and, and then I used to see all the injuries he used to come back with his knuckles and things like that I was like yes no yeah I think and having a few cricket balls in your shin is not very nice I think the first ball I faced in any kind of competitive cricket, I ended up um, with a, a split thumb. It hit my nail and there was blood everywhere and things like that. Oh, lovely. And then I carried out on and I was out for a duck. It's a great thing for a Bromley buzz. Really buzzing news. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but of course, Bromley is both London and Kent. Kent's uh, big on cricket anyway. It is. Yeah. Uh, can I actually... Mm -hmm. um, so, talking... Um, about about you know cricket and us being at the Kent County Cricket Club, um, Alexander James Blake, who was born twenty uh, fifth of January in nineteen eighty six, is an English professional cricketer who is from Beckenham, who plays for the Kent uh, County Cricket Club, 
and he is a left-handed batsman who bowls occasionally. He was born, um, not Beckenham, sorry, I was thinking of somebody else. Um, he was born in Farnborough in Bromley and he attended the Hayes School. Excellent. Well, let's see if we can get him on the podcast. It would be great, yeah. Uh, Blake is known for as a brutal limited overs batsman and an athletic fielder. In that case, he was almost certainly in that um, blast-winning team then. Yeah. You would think. Right, well... So there you go. We've got him as a potential future interviewee, uh, and now we're going to have a little sequence of all of the interviews for this week in one go. Uh, Because at the event, which we'll talk about a little bit more afterwards Mm -hmm. as well, get your take on it. Yep. But we spoke to Councillor Peter Morgan. We did. Uh, to Karina Lacore, uh, apprentice winner in 2019, mm-hmm. and Doe Artisan Bakehouse founder, um, which is both in the Garden Bar, your fave, uh, and, yep. and, and mine for that matter, I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, and I've got you addicted Beckham. to that one, haven't uh, I? Yeah, Just um, like these espresso martinis. Uh, <laughs> a lady from Bethlehem Gallery and Museum of the Mind mm-hmm. um, in uh, West Wickham. And also Jane Rogers, who's a PR, like myself, and the chair of Beckenham Business Association. Brilliant. So over to them. Can I, um, am I allowed to interrupt? No, you, how could I possibly stop you? I just want to talk something else about cricket. Okay. See, now you've got me addicted to cricket. I thought you were trying to change the subject earlier on, and here you bring it back again. I know. Mm. At Bromley Cricket Club. Yes. You know, so Bromley Cricket Club, did you know this, was one of the um, strongest English cricket clubs in the mid-18th century when its team was led by Robert Colchin, a.k.a. Long Robin. Gracious. No, I didn't know anything about that. That that would have been, I suspect, when all the players were going around with enormous beards like W.G. Grace. Probably. He also produced noted players like John Bowerer, his son William Bowerer, and the brothers James and John Byrant. Well, go Bromley Cricket Club. I know. There's a lot here, lots of hidden gems. Sorry, and and back to you again. I'm not going to interrupt. Well, back to the interviews then. Interviews then. Da, da, da. Can we have the bells again? You like the, the bells? The, the balls, actually. Right. I'm now with uh, Councillor Peter Morgan. Uh, would you like to tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, Peter? Thank you. I am a councillor and have been for nearly 16 years, and for the last 10 years or so, I have been the executive councillor for recreation, renewal and housing, which actually includes the responsibility for the local economy. Now, having said that, the council isn't in business. We are just here to regulate matters and so on. And as far as I am concerned, the most important uh, feature of the council's involvement in business is to not stand in the way and to allow businesses to flourish and to do whatever we can with the infrastructure, which will help them to, to carry on their business in a profitable way. Well, you've been doing a bit of standing up today because you helped to introduce the event earlier. What do you think of today's event and what the Business Association are doing? Well, these kind of events, uh, which are a combination of networking and learning, are are super for business. I think that uh, when business people come together and learn what everybody else is doing, it gives them great encouragement and enthusiasm to carry on. We've just, for example listened to a talk by uh, a girl called Karina who set up a business called Doe. Uh, She now has three shops within three years. Apparently she won the Apprentice of the Year with uh, Lord Sugar, uh, which is fantastic for her. 
and she set up businesses in, in Hernhill and Beckenham and most recently in Bromley. Uh, and it's a, it's a wonderful and inspiring story. And, and she told us uh, sort of the kind of resilience she's had to have during the pandemic and all the lockdowns. And she's obviously come through it with, with flying colours and has returned, retained her great enthusiasm for business. And I, I think enthusiasm is probably the single most important quality that you can have in running a business. The first person I'm speaking to for Bromley Buzz at the Beckenham Business event today is Karina. And you're speaking later, aren't you? Yes, I am. I am speaking soon. We're going to talk about some highs and lows that I've had in my life and also business and the journey on The Apprentice and also now being business partners with Lord Sugar. So hopefully I don't waffle on for too long. But yeah, lots to talk about. Yeah, and including your own business, uh, and what is that? Yeah, so owner of Dough Bake House, we've catered for the event today, so that's quite exciting. We've got um, three shops at the minute, one in Hearn Hill, one in Beckenham, and recently opened inside the Garden Bar in Bromley. So if you know any of them, pop down, see me, see the team, try our products, would be great. We've been actually talking a lot about the Garden Bar. It's uh, my co-presenter, Zena, it's kind of favourite place in the heart of Bromley. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is... Lots of talk about it at the minute. It seems like it's got a real buzz about it and it's something that's really exciting. So when they sort of invited me down the summer, I was quite excited about it and it's got a lot of potential. So yeah, it's a great place. Great, yeah. Well, I was speaking to Gary Hillman, who's behind that development, and he was um, really chuffed that you were going in there, actually. Yeah. I need to get my hands on this Gary and have a chat with him. Yeah, that's what what I'm going to do. But um, yeah, no, I'm chuffed. Yeah, we are chuffed. Chuffed to be there. He's down there quite a lot. Uh, I must have missed him. I'm going to catch up with someone about that. Anyway, uh, I hope you have a really enjoyable talk and thank, uh, thank you. you for the catering. I'm going to go and get covered with some sugar from one of those things in a moment. It's an almond croissant there. Love them. Thank <laughs> you. Joy, thanks. Right, I'm now with uh, Sophie, whose gallery is being shared via a table in the other room. Would you like to tell me about it, Sophie? Yeah, sure. So my name's Sophie Layton. Um, I'm from Bethlehem Gallery, which is... Um, in the same building as Bethlehem Museum of the Mind and we're based at Bethlehem Royal Hospital in Beckenham, Monk's Orchard Road. Um, It's the first time we've been to a business event and it's really exciting to meet um, lots of local people and the community. Um, So many people have said, oh, we've been meaning to go to Bethlehem Gallery for so long um, and we will definitely come. Um, So we're, the gallery and museum are two separate charities that are independent from the um, South London Maudsley NHS um, Foundation Trust. Um, So we we support artists who've got um, experience of mental health services. Um, They might be, you know, many have been artists all of their lives. Um, So we do... um, lots of different things like we, we run exhibitions on the gallery site we run projects with um, different cultural organisations across the UK um, and we run workshops so we're open the first and last Saturday of the month um, we run lots of different workshops that people can come and take part in and the grounds of Bethlehem Royal Hospital have just been reopened to, to walkers and dog walkers so um, it's just a lovely way to spend the day. Come and see the gallery and museum, have a walk around the grounds, um, and yeah, we'd, we'd love to see people. Yeah, so I have the advantage of having been there twice. Fantastic. And it is a deeply fascinating place. 
it, it tells the story of mental health uh, it, there and the story of Bethlehem itself, which is a, a famous name in mental health too. Yes, yeah, it's one of the oldest psychiatric um, institutions in the world. Um, so yeah, there's this incredible sort of weight that goes with it. Um, and it's a, yeah, such an interesting place. So the museum um, focuses on the, the history of mental health care. And as you say, we've got an amazing collection relating to mental health care over centuries um, and also um, a really impressive art collection um, and the the gallery um, which is downstairs in the building works with contemporary artists um, who are really interested in lots of different issues around mental health um, next year we're going to focus a lot on um, climate change and the environment and how that relates to mental health and agency so um, we're hoping to do a project um, where we work in West Wickham as well um, so yeah there's lots going on at the museum and gallery. Well, thank you for coming today I'm really really pleased to have seen you here and be able to talk to you now and uh, hopefully to be able to come and do something from the museum and gallery themselves because they are so worth visiting there is so much information and insight into this really important area. Yeah thank you very much lovely to meet you. My pleasure. Now, you, you may hear in the background the hubbub of people consuming coffee and cakes in, in the other room, but I've just uh, taken Jane Rogers aside uh, because uh, she's a very interesting person to speak to because you're partly behind this event, aren't you, Jane? That's right, yes. I'm chair of the Beckenham Business Association and we've put today on alongside Beckenham Together the Beckenham Business Improvement District um, and it's the fifth Beckenham Business Day. Uh, we started the first one in 2016 um, and it's the first time we've done a proper joint event with the bid um, and yeah, we've got, we're, it's got really um, great amount of people here today so I'm delighted to see so many people in person again um, and to really start building that business community again which we've kind of kept going online on Zoom over the last 18 months or so but there's still a need I think to get people in a room, people like seeing each other face to face. Well there is actually a certain amount of excitement about it and, uh, yes. and, and you've got some good speakers in there, the ones I've already seen, uh, Councillor Morgan on the one hand and Karina from the Doe House Bakery on the other, apprentice winner in Beckenham, isn't it marvellous? Uh, amazing, yes, we're so lucky to have these people on our doorstep and they're willing to come and talk to today and uh, of course um, Karina's also supplying us some lovely um, food and, and, and drink today too. Yes, had some of that just now. <laughs> yes, uh. yes, me too. Um, so we have some other speakers coming up. Uh, we have Gary Beckwith of City Cruises mm -hmm. um, who's going to talk about his um, how he built his business and it's a family-run business. We've got um, a workshop about search engine optimization and how to get your business um, found online. Mm -hmm. um, we've got workshops on uh, well-being and we've got talks on marketing and storytelling and lots of opportunity for people to do networking with some of the exhibitors. We've got lots of exhibitors here today too showcasing their businesses. Yeah, and it's not just about businesses either. I saw the um, Bethlehem um, Museum of the Mind uh, people in a corner. That's right, yes, the, the, the gallery's here, so the museum's here, so um, we've got a few uh, businesses like that here as well. Um, and yeah, so if you're listening, come down. Hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, of course, by the time this podcast goes out, of course, uh, we're done. But um, you've done five years, there'll be another one next year. And of course, you can interact with the uh, organisation now. How do people find you online? So we have a website, uh, which is beckenhambusinessassociation.co.uk. We're also on social media. So we're on uh, Facebook as Beckenham Business Association, uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, as Beckenham Business Association or Beckenham BA. Um, So please come and connect with us there. Okay. And one final thing, um, tell me about your business. So um, I'm, uh, my business is called Jane Rogers PR. Um, I have a marketing and PR background and I now focus on content writing. So I help businesses who um, need help with the words for their business. Um, I do a lot of web copy and um, articles and blogs and even printed materials that people want as well so brochures leaflets um, and do quite a lot of newsletters for people as well both digital email marketing and physical um, newsletters so um, in a nutshell if you want words for your business to help you get noticed then that's what I can help you with and a very handy skill for uh, this organization too well thank that's you true. and uh, yes I look forward to the rest of the day and possibly my next cake yes thank you thank you I hope uh, everyone listening enjoyed those interviews. Uh, And now it's definitely your turn to uh, provide a buzz. Uh, But let's just finish off on the Beckenham Business Day. Um, Yeah. Interesting day, wasn't it? It was a full day as well. It started... what, around 9.30 or something, 9:30 and went on until late afternoon. Yes, no, it was absolutely fantastic, and it was great to see the atmosphere. It wasn't overcrowded, there was just the right amount of people, and the whole day just f- flowed throughout. I mean, Saz was amazing, who was, the, who was emceeing. She did a great, fantastic job um, emceeing and making sure everything kind of followed through from speaker to the workshops to um, lunchtime as well. Uh, and I, I will give the uh, Doe House Bakery a little pat on the back at this point uh, because I had to leave for part of the day and I had my tuna roll, which I took with me, distinctly late, probably about 6pm. Mm. And most things you have like that will suffer badly, but it was still as fresh as a daisy, so that was quite an achievement. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, their croissants and their Danish pastries and almond croissants and sandwiches, they were delightful. Absolutely delightful. Oh, no, it's going to be a terrible hardship. We're going to have to go and uh, to one of those bakery premises and do a recording at one, I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. More, more food and drink. More food and drink as it is. Uh, no, th- uh, I mean, there were some amazing speakers. I mean, there were two particularly, well, three actually. But first of all, um, I want to give a shout out to, because um, she really buzzed me. And, uh, you know, bless her, she was um, nervous. Who is it? Who about is it? going on. Hang on a minute, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Um, and I was like, come on, say it. I am awesome. I am awesome. And she was getting embarrassed, mm. bless her. But it's such an empowering thing to say. Anyway, this lady did a presentation. She was absolutely amazing um, and gave such some useful insights. And what she's been through her journey as well to do what she's accomplished to, to this day and what the future holds. I know I'm getting to her name. Don't worry, I'm getting <laughs> to her name. She also did a presentation by grounding herself by taking off her shoes. Uh, now she I had, know who you're talking about. She had had her shoes. I mean, she's been wearing heels all day, but I think it's really good because it also grounds you um, when you take your shoes off and your feet are flat on the ground. And that was drum roll. Loretta Wright. Loretta Wright from Life in Orpington magazine. Um, she did a great talk on some 
tools that you can use for social media, for time productivity. It was fantastic. So great shout out to her. Yeah, she talked about working with intention. I enjoyed working that. Working with intention and motivation and having a goal and a vision. Um, and that's what got her through her journey because obviously um, at the time she was diagnosed with cancer and then um, she didn't let that get on top of her. Well, I think she said that uh, the diagnosis reached her one day after the launch of Bright in Orpington. Yes. Which is shocking, wow. really. Shocking, yeah, but I mean... Hats off to her. She's a very inspiring lady. So, yes, Loretta Wright. Uh, do you um, have another speaker you wanted to refer to? I did. Um, I love, well, actually, I've got two. There was V Roberts from Insight to Marketing, The Power of Brand Storytelling. Mm. I just love her approach about it. And it's like all she said was, share your story, share your story. And that is so fundamental, isn't it? Yeah, well, um, I'm a storyteller myself, and so I entirely endorse that one. And alongside that, you had Karina from Doe House talking about her story, mm. which was very interesting. And what a human and approachable and supportive man Alan Sugarworth is. Mm. A, a whole series of words which aren't normally thrown in his direction, but it was nice yeah. to hear it. And again, on the human side of things, before we did any recording with, with uh, her, uh, she was saying, oh, I'm nervous before this talk yeah. in front of this small audience. And she'd been on The Apprentice. So it just um, hits everybody pretty much. It does. Much. I mean, you know, it's different environments, uh, different people, scenarios. And, you, you know, you can still get nervous, but it's how do you use those nerves to your power? You yeah. know? And you know what you know, don't you? And, I, you know, I, yeah, she... She was great. She, you know, there was a lot of humour in there, and her journey was incredible. And it just goes to show when you set your mind to something and your passion, and you know your why, miracles can happen. Mm-hmm. Well, she won, so and she won on top of it. Yeah, and the other guy I really liked, uh, which is a family-run business, was uh, Gary Beckwith, entrepreneur and founder of the uh, City Cruises PLC. He was fab. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Were you not there when he spoke? Uh, I was there for a little bit of what he spoke when he spoke, and I had to go to a meeting. Ah. I, I thought he said he'd actually uh, sold the business, but maybe he I has. missed that. Yes, he sold the business, mm. and they are looking to buy a marina. Well, that's going to be easy in Bromley. No, it's not in Bromley, I don't think. <laughs> We're a little bit hand <laughs> I think, I know it's not in Bromley unless there's a <laughs> marina that's appeared overnight. <laughs> no, he was great. I mean, the experience and knowledge he's got um, is, yeah, amazing. Uh, and great sense of humour. Absolutely great sense of humour. So apparently he'll be um, appearing on, um, hopefully, Liz Hamlet's um, podcast. Oh, excellent, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Spark Success, Spark uh, success. business coach lady, yeah. we know. What about you? Anything else tickle your belly from that night? <clears throat> tickle your belly from that night. <laughs> well, yes, I had another croissant with uh, custard in it, so that certainly did, uh, if you're talking about bellies. <laughs> um, no, it was just an all-round good day. Oh, and uh, a little uh, 
a shout out for our friend Chandra Sharma, uh, Tangent Office Resources, who had his stand there mm. and was doing a, a little bit of giveaways to people as well. A lot of giveaways. Yeah. Um, I pointed a few people towards him because of him being such an important networker around here and the fact that his business is good as well. So hopefully he got something yeah, out of the day. D- he, he knows how to champion people on as well. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, he's got some new notebooks, which I've got sitting here right on my desk right now. It's the recycled notebooks. Really lovely. Well, another thing that I, I enjoyed, uh, this actually came up yesterday when I was speaking to our, our friend uh, Sarah Marsh Collins of Baby Monkey Digital Marketing. So I was telling her about <laughs> the... Didn't let me get in there. <laughs> Sarah Marsh Collins of I've got a mouthful of water <laughs> digital <laughs> marketing yeah. right anyway uh, well, I was talking to her about the uh, Bethlehem Museum mm. uh, Museum of the Mind and she was googling it as we were speaking and talking about the fact that uh, the whole history of it has uh, rooted in a mental health institution mm. in effect yeah. or I didn't really regard it as mental health back in the beginning. It was more how to deal with mad people. Uh, and the name Bedlam was coined mm. out of it, and it goes back to the 13th century, I think yeah. she was saying. Uh, and it had a rather a bad name for a, quite a long time, uh, owing to the rather inhumane methods of dealing with people oh, who were yes. afflicted. But, but, of course, they're now championing um, quite the reverse of that. And it's just fascinating that it's there. And I'm glad that we've had the opportunity to share the fact that this is so visitable. Yeah, absolutely. Can I read a little bit from there? Yeah, yeah there's a little uh, flyer that we've Shall I, I read all of us. it? Or just... Whatever you like. I'll read the whole thing. Uh, so, visit us. It's Bethlehem Gallery, Bethlehem Museum of the Mind, are two unique organisations that work together to shape a creative and cultural landscape with the aim of encouraging better understanding of mental health and to challenge stigma. Bethlehem Gallery strives to develop the careers, experience and expertise of individuals who have had or currently have contact with the South London and Morsey uh, NHS Foundation Trust. Bethlehem Museum of Mind offers an unparalleled resource that captures the history of mental health care and treatment, including over a thousand works of art dating back over 200 years and several centuries of historical archival material relating to Bethlehem Hospital from its early beginnings as the Priory in 1247. Wow. The Bethlehem Gallery and Bethlehem Museum of Mind shares a stunning building located within the grounds of Bethlehem Royal Hospital, the oldest psychiatric hospital still functioning today. I didn't know about that. We have changing programmes throughout the year consisting of events, exhibitions, talks, walks and workshops. Entry is free and all welcome. Definitely do go check it out. I'm going to be taking a trip down there, hopefully, at the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm hoping to, yeah. Excellent. Um, Yeah, it's so up your street as a mental uh, health and wellbeing coach. Mm. I think you're going to find it deeply fascinating. No, absolutely. I've also um, spoken to them to see if they will come on to the show because I think it's really important to bring about that awareness because that's another hidden gem Mm -hmm. that I had no idea about. Yeah, uh, talking of hidden gems, you're referring to your Mindset Matters show on Channel Radio on Fridays. Oh, yes, I am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, can I completely change course and come all Tom Daly over this part of the podcast? Go for Tom Daly. Yeah, because he's, he's famous as a diver. Mm, uh, he is. But he seems to be even more famous as a crochet these days, which is interesting. Um, and I've come across something in the last few days called Gorilla Knitting. This I'd actually observed... But it's a tag that's been applied that I saw in a local magazine called the Chelsfield Village Voice. So if you go on the route from Orpington down towards the M25 roundabout, 
on Court Road, you will see a post box on the left. And it's been covered with you know, knitted covering off and on uh, for some time. And they're themed. So you've got things like Halloween. And there's a knitted pumpkin, a knitted spider's web, uh, a knitted witch uh, and a other fairy, things. isn't there? There's, and a, fairy there's, a, there's well. a fairy and another one and what looks like a robin. I've got this printed out in black and white, which isn't helping. But the point is that this is just a little source of joy that's being done for a complete randomness uh, along there. It makes you smile as you're walking down and that, that's the beauty, isn't it? So are you taking up knitting then? Uh, no, I have a daughter that's uh, doing crochet though. Uh, and uh, I've got a smart speaker at home which has got a little sort of knitted hat on it. Or crochet to keep it nice and warm. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to do this. In the right, winter months. Back to you for the Fantastic. next buzz. Um, my next buzz. Oh, um, I went down to, with my niece and nephew who were here last week, and my sister, my brother in law, we went down, and my younger brother, we all took a trip down to the Christmas tree farm in Orpington. Where you get to feed them and pet them. them. Yes. Moo. <laughs> it's a goat land. Let's clarify this. <laughs> it's a but, place of many goats. Oh my goodness. And you know what? The one that really tickled me were the llamas. I've forgotten about the llamas. Oh, they're so beautiful. I've got some oh, lovely pictures with them. Tell me there's some sheep as well. Am there's, I right? Oh yeah. Sheeps, ducks, quacks, rabbits of all types, guinea pigs of all types, uh, meerkats. They've got it all. And some, some of them are quite in, cats, insistent when you're carrying food because you buy bags of food down there, don't you? And yeah, little buckets. Them. They're like yeah. little red buckets. Um, so, yes, you go along and you just grab a few and you start giving them. Oh, my goodness. If you, <laughs> They just literally all go for each other. It's brilliant. Good. Really enjoyable. And it's a great um, place to go and actually support the farm because they're, you know, to look after the animals and keep them, you know, well... Well, I've been there a, a couple of times, and, and this also relates to one of my more amusing experiences for myself, anyway, uh, in Wales, Landudno, mm. uh, because there's a, a farm, Landudno. 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 Oh, I said that yeah. quite well. You can, that isn't even getting into Lanfear Gul Ferber. Okay, well, we can stop there now. I can't now. do the, okay. the, the longest. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, on this farm, there were alpacas. And uh, there was a chap feeding the alpacas, mm -hmm. uh, and the moment that he finished feeding this alpaca, the alpaca turned his back on him and walked off. And then you had this, <laughs> this man saying, but that's the third packet of food I've given you. you. You know, I've given you all this food and you just go away. And the alpaca wasn't there any, any of it. That, that... <laughs> if only the alpacas could speak. <laughs> yeah, so he obviously ended up with a nice insight into alpaca psychology on that occasion. Uh, right. Um, the Gary so, of you. I have a Brazilian and Portuguese buzz because um, the other day, not far from Bromley Picture House, where mm. I recently saw the new Bond film. Have you seen the new Bond film yet? I not yet. Not yet. I need to go and see that. Yeah, get, get in there before it disappears on us. But anyway, not far from there. I was the, watching Spectra last night. Does that count? On your home cinema. Mm, well, it's still Daniel Craig, so yes, yes. it does. Okay, thank you. Okay. Carry on. Uh, there is the Mixta, M-I-X-T-A, Brazilian and Portuguese cafe and grocer, uh, as I say, near Bromley Picture House. And I have a tin here. I'm the, you're not the only one who can do sound effects. Oh, dear me. That is a slightly crushed uh, bottle of Guarana, Guarana Antarctica fizzy drink, uh, which apparently is Brazil's... Coca-Cola is more popular there than that is. Ah. Um, 
Um, to be honest, having tried it, I'm not getting carried away. It's uh, kind of sweet and fizzy, and it's okay. Okay. Uh, however, the thing I really did enjoy, uh, they have... They can only be described as like arancini. You know, the, oh. the, the Italian... Um, spherical yes. things made With of rice, um, rice and, and a filling in them that you eat hot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, these were different outside, possibly potato and, and breadcrumb, I think, on the outside. And they were filled with cheese and, in my case, ham. Mm. And eating that hot, I was starving at the time, actually. I'd just been along to the garden bar and uh, talked to a couple of people in there uh, and was feeling very hungry. But that was a, a top snack. Uh, and they've got a lot of them in there. In fact, even bags of them frozen. So I might go mm. and buy one next time I'm in. Nice. Yeah, I still need to make it down there. I can't believe you went in there before me into the garden bar to see all those little food stores. Street food. Well, one thing I didn't notice is the Doe House Bakery, so I've got to go back that, for that now as mm. well. Um, but yes, no, it's nice to just point out the fact that, that we've got this, this Brazilian chap. Uh, it wasn't that difficult to work out he was Brazilian on account of him having a T-shirt with Brazil written on it when he was in front of him. His name's Alex, so shout out to Alex. Brilliant. Mm. Fantastic. Any more buzzies, E? Uh, any more buzzes? Um, I did have one in my head and it buzzed out. I have some news to insert in the meantime, um, if you yeah. like. Yeah, uh, Right, this is from a website called In Your Area. Perry Hall Primary School in Orpington has donated a selection of young plants to Diagrammer's Home for... Diagrammer, it's probably called. Home oh, for I adults. do have a buzz. You can buzz in a minute. I'm not <laughs> waiting for mine. I Have I made me... you lose your train of thought? Yes. You know what? I was thinking the other day, I was listening to Nikki Campbell yes. uh, and um, uh, Sharon, is it? Rachel Burden. Uh, they've had 19 years together, I think it is, of, of, on. Well, Nikki Campbell's had 19 mm. years and a succession of co presenters on BBC Radio 5 Live. Yep. And he's moved show this morning. He's now actually able to get up at not so ridiculous o'clock because he's like <laughs> doing 9 to 11 instead of a show that starts at 6. Mm. Uh, and uh, I was just reflecting on the nature of friendship and co presenters with that one as well. Okay. So hopefully yes. we'll be able to look back in a similar way uh, in due course. Anyway, so I, I'm, I'm attracted to my own thing now. Yes, you are. Right. You can't blame me. Carry on. Perry Hall Primary School, Orpington. Donated selection of young plants to Diagrammer's Home for Adults with Learning Disabilities. The school donated 120 plants. The residents who all enjoy spending time in the garden were delighted with the donation of young plants, which included turnips, lettuces and spinach. Everyone is very keen to see if they have green fingers and are looking forward to a bumper crop that they can use to make healthy and nutritious meals. I went to an open day at the Diagrammer uh, some time ago mm. and it was a really lovely experience because... The learning disabilities people, they're just a charming lot of people. They're not, as it were, all what you might call normal to speak to because mm. they have their various disabilities. But their hearts and their, their niceness kind of shines through. And I just like the fact that the school has given them something additional to do. And they had a whale of a time on the open day as well, and it was all sunny. So um, a little shout out to Diagrama, uh, another local charity well worth supporting. Right, uh, you found your buzz. I found my buzz, but it's also going to go with the news, actually. Mm -hmm. Or what's on, no, with what's on, actually. Um, can I put it all in two in one? Go ahead. Okay, so uh, my buzz is um, that I'm really, really buzzing and looking forward to Remembrance Day mm -hmm. in Orpington and Remembrance Sunday to go down there and be part of that, but also to be um, recording for the Bromley Buzz. You know the the whole 
um, event that's been organised by the British Legion in Orpington. Um, I think that's really buzzing me. I'm really looking forward to that. And I know that there's uh, an equivalent one in the heart of Bromley as well, not Mm. surprisingly. So there's plenty to go to there. Um, Unfortunately, I can't split myself with two places. No. But we did have, uh, in actually the last episode, um, Warrant Officer Mark Kane from the 106th Royal Artillery mm. uh, talking about Remembrance Day and why it mattered to him and that was uh, something which actually kind of yeah. stopped us in our tracks a bit in an yeah. interview for a while and if you haven't um, heard it do go back and uh, listen Have to listen. that in- interview it was really really heartwarming episode 13 episode 13 that's mm. it talking yeah. of the 13th aha 13th of November Bromley Arts Trust at Ripley Arts Centre uh, Bromley Symphony Orchestra concert on, on the Saturday mm-hmm. Beethoven Bartok and Mendelssohn in Langley Park Centre for Performing Arts. Uh, you saw the one I put down next about uh, the Palace of Light. Do you want to read it or no? Uh, yeah, can I, can I go back one and add in another What's On, which is on the oh, 12th? No, be free. Uh, so on the 12th um, in Orpington, there's a quiz and bingo evening, which is organised by the Rotary Club of Orpington, um, and it's uh, raising money for the Saxon Day Centre, and uh, it's at All Saints Church, Barkhart, Road Orpington. A uh, glass of wine or soft drink provided. You can bring your own glasses, nibbles, and extra drinks. Um, so there's an entry fee of £10 and it's just going to be a day of fun. I believe you're going along, I'm going along. Sarah, Jason, Tim, Loretta's going to be there, so it's going to be great. I wonder if we can time I don't know how good my knowledge call is, ourselves the Bromley Buzzes for the night. The Bromley Buzzes. don't know how good. And we're going to have a great group of. Minds. Well, what we need is a great group of memories. <laughs> Depends how much we drink. Okay, so yeah, that's happening. So do um, if you're in um, the area, do pop in. It's for the Saxon Day. Um, it's a dementia centre. care place. It's a dementia. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So raising funds for that. Um, the nineteenth of November to the second of Jan. Um, you can go over onto twitter.com forward slash lightofiafest. Latopia. Latopia, sorry. Mm-hmm. I can't read it. My glasses going funny. Latopia. <laughs> Here we go. The Palace of Light. So it's the award-winning Latopia returns to London to the historic Crystal Palace Park, promising to be London's finest li- uh, festival of lights this Christmas. See the palace reborn in light alongside incredible installations and roots. Sounds amazing. I've seen some images of this. It does literally look uh, amazing. And they're actually in two parts of the country. I think the other ones might be Manchester and Birmingham, something like that. So it's actually a big deal and it's landing in Crystal Palace. Uh, So yeah, pop over to their website um, and have a look at that. Is that happening at a certain time? Do you know? Well, it's uh, it's between the 19th of November and 2nd No, no, as in... um, time of day. Time of day. Well, it's got to be in the dark, that much is certain. Okay. Um, well, yeah, it's the going answer dark, is I don't know. You don't know. Okay. Uh, what have we got next? Uh, we have on the 21st of November, Chislehurst Christmas Market in the mm-hmm. High Street, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Visit Chislehurst Christmas Market with over 60 stalls, mulled wine. <gasps> you like mulled wine? Mm. Uh, Why am I not surprised? I do too. Um, It's recently acquired. Carols and much more to start your Christmas shopping. Uh, And see Santa's Grotto. Now here we go. The passion fruit uh, Smirnoff passion fruit martini that I acquired earlier on has just snapped into place. Uh, The confessions of a podcaster. Uh, Anyway, yes, see Santa's Grotto and the lights switch on. 
uh, and uh, you know, check it out. It looks good. Uh, and if you go on Twitter, um, check out events at events lollipops and at Chiz Commons, where you can find more about it there. Brilliant. Events lollipops. Isn't that the new? Oh no, I'm thinking of it's... the Sims, which has now changed. Well, it's the Bromley, you know, the 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 sweet shop, Mr. Sims. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. Yes, that you've got in Orpington. Well, well apparently I, I... we had one here in Bromley High Street, but they have now changed their name to Lollipops. Oh. So they've gone... Um, different what, brand. Different branding. I don't yeah. know if Mr. Sims is going to do it in, in Orpington, but we'll find out. Right. Um, um, yeah, this is a, a good one. I like the 25th to the 27th of November. The last uh, The Chelsfield yeah. Players, which is an Amdram, Amateur Dramatics Group. Mm. Um, they are performing the last quiz show on Earth at the Village Hall in Chelsfield. And here's the spiel about it. An asteroid is on a collision course with Earth. For their last night on Earth, the locals of the Four Horsemen Club meet in a local for a quiz. You too can join in the quiz as well as enjoying the play, which sounds interesting and interactive. And they've got a quiz question on their poster, which I thought I'd share. But I'm, I'm going to ask you this, you can tell me. Right, it's your last night on Earth. Would you... A. Carry on as normal. B. Catch up with the family. C. Track down an old flame. Or D. All of the above. All of the above. Yeah, I think I'll do something completely different and highly hedonistic, but I don't know what it would be. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing is certain, if it's the last night, it would be short. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, the spotted on social section. Um, we found uh, on at Biggin Hill MMT, Biggin Hill Memorial Muse Museum, a rather nicely illustrated tweet. Uh, and it says, pick up your ration book at the Nightingale Cafe. Collect six stamps to earn a free cafe treat. Uh, okay, you know, bonus okay. offers and things are a mild interest. But it actually looked like a proper ration book on the image. And I thought, oh, that's really rather cool. Mm. In the context of something that goes back to the um, World War Two aviation history of uh, Bromley and Biggin Hill. So, well done then. Yeah. Oh, we've got an extra buzz here. Yes, this is a very buzzy buzz because Ancient it's bees. British tree honeybees discovered in Blenheim, Oxfordshire. Yeah, obviously this isn't Bromley, it's but not Bromley, uh, we're but... the Bromley buzz, so we've got to celebrate bees. Absolutely. Yeah, apparently um, some bees of a type which has probably been thought of as extinct mm. for hundreds of years or more have been located in this uh, woodland there. Uh, there are tree, quite high up trees, which mm -hmm. is one of the reasons they think they haven't been discovered, interfered with, whatever. And they're sort of brownier and, and stripier or whatever than their uh, more modern Ooh, cousins. Lovely. And it's just nice to hear about some bees that are doing well. Have you got anything else that you'd like to bring up today, Z? I think, no. Um, I do need to do my affirmation. Of course you do. I, I do. skipped the affirmation. You How could did? I have done that? I don't know. I'm going to have to sack you. That's it. You're off the buzz. Well, uh, <laughs> I think I actually sacked you in like episode two and that didn't work either. No, no. Uh, and also, the last time we the affirmation went last, it then went first in the following episode. So that yeah, it's nice to mix time. it up a little bit. Yeah, it is. Well, the good thing about... Keep me the, on uh, my toes, keep you on your toes, keep our listeners on their toes. What, what do you think our listeners do while they're listening? I know Chandra Sharma tends to listen in his car while he's making deliveries. Mm. That's one thing I have. I know that Sandra Coffey in Ireland listens with um, her other half, I think. I'm not sure what they're actually doing. Possibly some Irish dancing? Jig? Do you know what would be great? Mm. If people tweeted in an image of what they do while they're listening to the Bromley buzz. Well, just That's in case of um, this being a worrying thing, I would equally accept words. <laughs> 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 but 
Images speak louder than words. Well, that's true, particularly if they're listening in their bath. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> now, moving on to my affirmation. But yeah, no, I think that'd be a great one. I think if you're li- while you're listening to the buzz and when you're listening to the Bromley buzz, why not take a picture of and tweet us and tag us in to show us what you're doing while you're listening to us. Did that make sense? It certainly does. Hashtag Bromley, Bromley buzz. buzz. There we um, go. And or possibly Bromley Buzz listening habits. Something like that. Yeah, Yeah. I think that'd be fantastic. I think we'll tweet out an actual hashtag for that one once we've thought of the proper one. That'd be fantastic. Okay. Uh, So, provoke your thoughts and empower yourself uh, from my affirmations book, available on? Uh, I can't remember that, Amazon. (laughs) Begin each day with positive affirmations and empowering questions. So, the one I'm going to leave you with today is, if you didn't feel fear or shame, what would you do right now? Crumbs, that's almost like, um, let's forget about moral codes as well at the same time, no fear or shame, because <laughs> that's where most of them come from. Well, it depends how you want to look at it. Mm, so back to that hedonism I was talking about earlier mm. on. No fear and no shame, wouldn't that be nice? But sometimes fear is good, a little bit of... But it know, stops you getting run over most of the it time. It does, yes. And what is really meant by shame? Hmm, to what extent yes, do we take some it? Some of it's internal and some of it's external, isn't yeah. it? So if you didn't feel fear or shame, what would you do right now? Well, don't there be we afraid go. to listen to the Bromley Buzz podcast in future and feel no shame about anything you do as a consequence of listening. There you go. Including sending in pictures of what you're doing while you're listening to it. And if you wish to be a little bit creative, we'll cope with it. Absolutely. And that's uh, the end from this one from Darren Wheel of Intune PR and Zinat Nirani from Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. And now we're going to buzz out. out.